We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Maggie and Prolaw from Radio Row is sponsored by Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds, the protein-packed snack that's bold as you are. Be big, be bold, be adventurous. Look for them in the snack aisle at your local grocer. Making his way to the set, friend of the show, Mike Golick Jr. I should mention, we're live, Radio yes. Row here in Phoenix, across the country on our CBS Sports Radio affiliates. We are streaming live, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, where... Uh, Mike, un- unfortunately, an adult dating website has infiltrated the chat. We've got our oh, best no. people. We're not sure if we should kick them out or not. We're kind of like, I don't know, I guess we were kind of yeah. like flattered that they chose our chat to get involved in. I guess that's true. You always look for the silver lining in these situations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's one of them. Now, we made you a promise last night. I was going to ask <laughs> because, wow. man, oh, man, was this the target run heard around the world? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Proloff and I had to go to Target after media night because we're celebrities like that. Stars. By the way, <laughs> it was the most suburban Target you've ever been to in your life. I, You know, we just come from media night where everybody's in the media or famous or a former NFL player. Proloff's getting interviewed by yeah. people there. They're ch- chanting his name from the stands. We go to a suburban neighborhood 15 minutes away, and it was a completely different world. I'm like, I don't recognize that guy from any show. And this is Bill, the yeah. accountant, and it was very disappointing. Yeah, that's not Colin Cowherd. Yeah, What's going on yeah, If you squint real hard, I figure, like, you can make most suburban dads look like Colin Cowherd. <laughs> if you just believe. Yeah. We took an Uber there. It was bizarre. Anyway, uh, we promised when we saw you that we would get you something. Oh. Now, Perloff picked this out, so full credit to you. Go oh, ahead. Okay. We bought now, you something oh, at Target. Guys. This is a $5 hand massager. Oh, <laughs> wow. This is, uh, And you know what? You need it at the end of a long week out here. Oh. Shaking a lot Gas of hands. Gas bagging away. <laughs> exactly. There's going to be a lot of shaking hands. No kissing babies because yeah. that's you know that we're not running for office here. Thank you guys. This is yeah. incredible. You're I mean, welcome. you want to come with us to Target. I mean, you love a Target run. Who doesn't love a Target run? Yeah. Again, despite what it does to me financially, <laughs> I am an utter ruin because yeah. I moved uh, from Connecticut to Los Angeles in June of this year, and somewhere around the time I arrived in Los Angeles. I made no less than nine Target runs because <laughs> you just keep finding stuff you need and you keep going back. And every time, as we talked about with inflation, $200 on fire, gone, yeah. don't know where it went. No, I actually, I had a different gift I wanted to get you. Perloff put the kibosh on it. Ooh. I oh. wanted to get you a $9 small globe of the world. 
like for your desk wow. or podcasting. You could have it behind you. Document the travels shelf. a little bit. Put little pins in every place you I go. I just thought it was a lot to pack the globe. It's Where? a little clunky. The shape's weird. And you know what? And you were thinking the right way, not knowing that I drove out here from Los Angeles, so the travel is a little easier oh, right. back as far. See? But I'll be able to store this. This would be great. Long road trip. <laughs> what you find out is if you drive with one hand, whole side of your body starts cramping and getting tight after about six hours. So to the rest you know going wow. full circle that kind of kind of looks like an adult toy as well i was gonna say yeah okay uh, it's a hand massager people get your mind out of the gutter whoever the that chat's already ahead of you <laughs> yeah that is true with the dating chat in there and then on the way out here i stopped at a rest stop and it was this weird moment like of nostalgia where you go into the men's restroom yeah. and they've got the t- coin dispenser for the adult items in there oh condoms rubbers yes yeah. and i wow. mean let me tell you what I don't How know. How much do they cost these days? Seventy. So, <laughs> these days, I believe these have Dude, been inflation. in here since before <laughs> the Cold War. <laughs> Like, we were dealing with nuclear threats, yeah. and now we've got balloons, and somehow these condoms had survived the whole thing. <laughs> and let me tell you what. Th- those are made of rubber. Something about the drugs in the 70s that people were on, <laughs> the innovation in that technology back then, we somewhat gave up along that <laughs> along the way on making those better and more creative. They were dealing with something. Totally different. Wow, right. I we mean, need to get our best person on this. Like, let's well, you know right. catch everyone up to the they 2023. Can, they cannot be older than the condoms that were in my wallet in high school. That one, <laughs> that one lasted <laughs> a, a long time. It had the indentation and like the circle on the wallet. Breaking case of emergency, and the emergency never came. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! And then all of a sudden, just like disintegrates into dust. That's what like, I figured. What if, happened? I, if I put 75 cents in there, it was just gonna shoot like weird plastic <laughs> dust at me. That's probably a little radioactive. No one wins. But, I mean, that saves you the horror of going to the drugstore and asking for condoms. I don't know. (laughs) Maggie, you don't know what that's like for a man. Thank God. Shout out to the post-COVID self-checkouts that have become readily available. I'd imagine saving a lot of young, up-and-coming, teenage-to-college boys that awkward interaction (laughs) with the woman that could be your grandmother working the checkout (laughs) counter. It's like there aren't enough magazines in the world I can buy (laughs) to cover for this. No, I mean, men have, like, buying the condoms. That's your thing, like, head down in the pharmacy, and then women have the tampons. And it's like, all right, i got to buy something that goes on top and below this box (laughs) that clearly... Everyone knows uh, what this and, is. And if you're a man who lives long enough into the relationship cycle, eventually you make the trip yeah. for the tampon. Oh, my husband and I have FaceTimed. I'm like, no, not yeah. those. Not those. <laughs> those, because I'm sorry. I can't just do the description of the box. It's not going to help. Oh, we no. have to be, I gotta. I need to have eyes on it. Good on him for understanding his weaknesses and saying, I'm just going <laughs> to ask for help. I got the best husband ever. Uh, Michael Jr. is here. Uh, amazing. Thank you for being a friend of the show. Of course, uh, on behalf of DraftKings, we already told you that we love when we go to the DraftKings app and it's your face yep. giving us like fun teasers and things like that. Um, okay, wanted to ask you if you saw this. I know you had to rush over here. Aaron Rodgers talking on McAfee today, yeah. so it's always news. Um, says he's going to do a little bit of a different kind of trip this year. Going to go into a bit of a dark place, he said. Yeah. That self-described dark place that's going to – oh, do we have it? Oh, let's all listen to Aaron Rodgers on McAfee. Prison? (laughs) 
this is a troll. This is a troll. He's no. not doing that. that he's seeing. Wait, this you is thought a, you thought the astrologer was a troll? And I that did happened. though, and that. So no, this is real. Oh, maybe he's. Real. I I do love. By the way, this really highlights the difference between Pat and Aaron. Like. Pat obviously does a phenomenal job. Yeah. Aaron's one of great, but they're so opposites personality-wise. <laughs> it's like those unlikely animal friend videos that you watch <laughs> yes. on YouTube, where it's, yeah, like, it's like, oh, this giraffe has befriended a rhino for some reason, and they're gonna hang out in the wild. It's but, interspecies, yeah. Yeah, you could, by the way, couldn't pay me to do now an isolation retreat different than what this sounds like, which is like more like immersion therapy might be in there, where yeah. you're in one of those tanks in total darkness. Uh-uh. Oh, uh -uh. can't be alone not. with my own thoughts. No, no, no thank me. you. And apparently, listen, he's already battled the demons. That ayahuasca <laughs> stuff sounds like the trip from hell with your own demons. <laughs> yeah. So this man apparently really has to go above and beyond just to figure out if he wants to play for the Raiders or not. <laughs> well, I've always wondered about how I deal in prison. I'd be bad. But we I know that, actually. It's funny you had to wonder that. We could have answered that question well, for you on your behalf. Know thine self, though. Everyone in movies <laughs> doesn't want to go into isolation. Now, I'd be so terrified of the other prisoners that I'd request <laughs> to be in isolation because I would be just dead if I was out in general pop. Have you ever thought about this, Mike? Uh, yeah, oh, all, only all the time. I feel like in my lifetime is really when shows like Beyond Scared Straight and all the prison fear shows yeah. Yeah. started to come, and it just underscored the fact that while... I considered myself a tough person, and I played the gladiator sport for a while and did all that fun stuff. That's a whole different bag. I don't want those kind of problems. <laughs> so no. You're right. You find your way into solitary, and then you, you get some books. You get yeah. the prison library <laughs> program. Sound awful. You start on another degree What here. are you with Brooks? Is this the Shawshank Redemption? Uh, now you're just doing the plot of the Shawshank Redemption. I just Redemption. assume that prison hasn't aged <laughs> since then, that I'll walk in and Red's going to be ready to become my new best buddy. You're play checkers and chess We're together. We're going to have a great time wearing derbies in there. <laughs> Maybe get a beer every now and then for swabbing the deck. I'll start the library program in there. It's going to be great. Wait a minute. Whenever you talk about this, because you said it before, yeah. about prison and yeah. thinking about if you went there, you never tell me what crime did you commit to well, get there? Have you been framed? Have you ever seen Oz? <laughs> yeah. I'm familiar with yeah. Oz. Yeah. The guy was in there for a drunk driving accident. Now, that's not going to happen to me, hopefully, but that'd be my that's the worst fear, that it's something that you don't do that's criminally intent, yeah. but you end up there anyway. I, I do, well, it's like the it's a meme at this point. But it's gonna be me messing up my taxes in the IRS. <laughs> oh, no. But that's it's like oh, that thought at the end of the year. How much? How much do you owe? Uh, we can't tell you. Oh, you get it wrong. Go to jail. <laughs> what an insane process. But that's white collar prison. That's mostly tennis. I yeah, mean, you have to be good at. I don't know how now. your tennis game yeah. is. Pickleball now, yeah. which I feel like is a lot easier barrier to entry from what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll be great. It's country club. Yeah, you don't need to go to isolation in a white collar prison. You're fine. And that's it. They call that the spa day. That's just actually you going for a massage. I see. No. You walk collar. into white collar prison, everyone's like McLovin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I might be. Uh... You'll be signing autographs. Yeah. Oh, he's back. <laughs> yeah. All right, do do the Raiders thing. Yeah. Do the Tom Brady take. Yeah. You'd be like a stand-up comic in there. And a white. <laughs> I'm still. I'd still go into isolation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Jr. is joining us on behalf of DraftKings. Uh, okay, brothers mm. in the Super Bowl, Kelsey's of course. Your brothers, you guys all very, very athletic family. Even your sister, obviously, is a great swimmer. So competitive, like what are Jason and Travis kind of going through? Now, I don't think you've ever played against your brother. Yeah, though. so I, I was fortunate. I never got to play against my brother. We were always teammates in high school and yeah. in college, so we got to experience that together. And it's 
along with doing a radio show with my dad, the coolest things I'll ever get to do to share something that you love so much with a person that you've known and watched put in that work forever. And I think that's why so much of this is just going to be appreciation and support. These guys are high-level competitors. Yeah. They'll turn it loose out there. They're not going in. It's not a Chris and Kyle Long situation where I've heard guys that have had to play against their brothers. That's fun. You don't want to no. have to do that yeah. and go through that because you both know what it took to get here and how people are going to judge that. But for these guys, they both already got one in the can. They both already got a Super Bowl on their resume. So they're kind of made men. And I'm sure the other is going to think a lot about whoever comes out on the wrong side of this. Because they both, I mean, seeing the images and the pictures of Jason Kelsey after the Super Bowl in 17, talking about when he wasn't offered a scholarship coming out of high school. And how his parents mm. told him to keep pursuing the dream. And he walks on, like... Travis knows that journey really intimately. Yeah. Jason knows the journey Travis had was a bumpy one at Cincinnati for him and his time on that team. And so I think when you've got that appreciation for what it took to get here and you both realize you've accomplished your dreams, it's such a celebration for yeah. them. Like seeing Donna on stage with them at opening yeah. night, it was awesome. That's what it should be. Well, it must be tough for a parent, Donna, being asked to pick favorites. Now, in your family, you don't have to worry about that because everyone knows that Sydney is the favorite of your parents. <laughs> well, so we've been told the favorite changes on any given day. Oh. They're constantly ranking us. They, <laughs> oh, they've okay. made it abundantly clear. They do have a favorite that changes based on the day, yeah. and it will absolutely have an effect on the will when it's all said. I <laughs> no, no, poker. They hold the money over you, really. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. And also, like, you know, you got, you're depending on your kids on what nursing home are you eventually going to get in. Like, they, this ranking thing, that oh, is smart. They understand it. It's jujitsu. I do want to also, in the brother on brother, because Donna, and there's been a lot of conversation about the split jersey. Yeah. Now, she didn't go right down the middle. She's got the shoulder. She's got the front and back there. I want to offer an alternative to parents with incredibly successful sons <laughs> and now i'm not saying that about me and my brother we, <laughs> the floor we were is yours gojo my dad and my uncle bob both were in the nfl at the same time yeah. and so when my grandpa lou and my grandma kate used to go to games we don't see enough hat use on this front oh. my grandpa lou had a hat that had two bills one on each side and on one side i believe it was when my dad played for the oilers and my uncle bob played for the browns right and so he had a hat that whenever the other was on defense he would just spin it around it's incredibly easy to use, and it's a little bit different than the jersey. You know, glad you didn't go Rob Lowe there, just the NFL logo, oh, yeah. because that's not what you want. I, or you could just do instead of the NFL logo, just Kelsey. Yeah, right. Doesn't matter which side, Kelsey. <laughs> Black hat, Kelsey. Can I ask actually a boring, non-weird question? One, sure. so the that's Eagles. That's a great setup yeah. while we're doing yeah. a radio <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. No, Everyone, stop your cars. Take, you can take a break yeah. from the fun. <laughs> Eagles offensive line. Yeah. Kelsey is great and lane johnson is great i was at the eagles niners game i couldn't believe lane johnson controlled nick bosa peter king wrote this is the best offensive line maybe in history do you put them up there in all-time offensive lines i don't know yet i think a lot of that's going to be decided in this game yeah. because it's such a complete challenge for them we've made note everyone about the road the eagles took to get here and how maybe it didn't have as many challenges mm. as some other places but they are one of the best by far. They've got two guys in Lane and in Jason that are future Hall of Famers without question. And the fact that they've managed to stay healthy. I used to always look, True Media used to have a stat where you could see how many snaps a given offensive line combination to play together. Mm. And for a while, I'd check at the end of every season while that was available. And the teams in the Super Bowl were almost always teams in the top five in the league and yeah. snaps played together. Continuity managed matters so much. Mm. And so, yes, talent-wise, they're there. With what the offense has allowed them to do, think about it. We're a passing NFL now, or so we thought. 
We've seen a lot of teams lean back into this run style, ground and pound, and the Eagles have done it. Spread formations, lighter personnel, but you got big athletic freaks that can go out here and get it done like this. They're one of the best we've seen in quite some time, and they've been healthy enough together for long enough to give us time after time, taste after taste of that, overcoming the adversity with injury like Lane. It's incredible. Uh, okay, last one for you. Michael, Jr. that was a fantastic breakdown, by the way. Not boring at all, Perloff, despite the <laughs> setup. Of course, he's also the host of the Gojo podcast, podcast which we absolutely love. Your DraftKings analyst, which way are you leaning for the game? Which way are you betting this game? Uh, leaning Philadelphia right now. Probably going to, I believe the last I saw the line was one and a half still. Yep. So probably going to go Philly minus one and a half. I'm terrified of the Mahomes part of this. Yep. I do have, I mean, there's some props in there I really like. Kenneth Gainwell over 19 and a half yards. He has been getting more and more of a workload late as of late, spelling Miles Sanders. Uh, you look at him, the Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown has been really good during the postseason, and I feel like as the banged-up weapons for Kansas City have mounted, he's been the one constant in the middle there for Patrick. But I just think the Eagles have controlled the line of scrimmage so well, and we're riding high on Kansas City's defensive line because of what happened against the Bengals front that had three guys that were backups mm, that finally right. looked like it. Yeah. Love Michael it. Jr. Can't tell you how much we appreciate this. Hey, that hand massager, guys, all the way back to L.A., think of us. You I, know? I'm going to look at this and <laughs> think so fondly of this show. Thank you, guys. I'm glad you had a great trip to Target. I hope you have a great rest of your week. You know, yeah. I did not think if that needed batteries, we didn't look at yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, You that's... might need hubba, a trip hubba. to Target. <laughs> 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 yeah, thank you, Maybe buddy. like a uh, D-Volt. Uh, okay, anyway, uh, thank you so much, Michael Jr., Thanks, DraftKings analyst and host of the Gojo podcast coming up. Uh, it's been a love fest between Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, but is how much competitive fire is burning right below the surface? Our buddy Ryan Leaf is going to tell us, former NFL quarterback. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. For the first time ever, stream the Super Bowl for free. Super Bowl 57 on Westwood One is Sunday, February 12th. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com. Via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the cause of your check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Ah, the rich irony of life. <laughs> there are yep. Maggie Gray. Take my medicine. Maggie Gray ca causing waves as usual <laughs> with her take that Nick Sirianni should not bring his kids up to the podium in a press conference. And dear friend of the show, Ryan Leaf is here. <laughs> and what's happening? What's happening? His adorable son, MacGyver, who's five years old, is sitting here on our set. Hi, MacGyver. <laughs> And it's so, awesome. And so so what is your problem, awesome. Maggie? I know, and I deserve it. Everyone, come on. Just pile it This on is me. what karma is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally, yeah. and I deserve, like, a big dose of it. Just come kick me right in the face. I'm happy MacGyver's here. I'm happy that Ryan is here. 
<laughs> yeah. This is just too good. Yeah, Ryan, how you doing? Uh, welcome to another Super Bowl. You were one of our first guests when Maggie and Perloff started last year on the Super Bowl. It's great to see you. I know this week is crazy busy for you. How's uh, Arizona so far? It's great. Uh, you know, we got in a little late, um, traveling with my family. Um, you know, MacGyver finally is kind of starting to understand what may maybe Dad does a little bit. Yeah. You know, he kind of likes the the fact that he gets to be on TV sometimes yeah. and stuff. And you know, it's been hit or miss today, um, but it, it's a lot of fun being here. Ann and I, uh, my wife, we did this at, at the San Francisco Super Bowl. Um, I came up initially to um, to just get a health check from the NFL. And Pauly Paps and, and Andrew uh, were doing the Dan Patrick show, of course, and they asked me to come on. You know, I hadn't done any press since I got out of prison. And uh, as we all know, Dan's an incredible interviewer. Yep. And that interview alone did so much for what my career ended up being. And it started there, and Anna took me through all of Radio Row. Uh, I got uh, to practice, really, and it's, it's kind of where this all started. So we've been doing it for, what, eight? How many years that's been? 2016 Super Bowl or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty remarkable. Happy to be back. Awesome to see you guys. Love to see how the show has has flourished in the year and and be able to come on from time to time. Well, yeah, because my hot takes about how kids shouldn't be up on yeah, podiums, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, that's what's catapulting us right to the top. But, you know, you've been such an open book with us and with the public now. Do you and your wife talk about how you want to talk to your son about your career, about everything? We did. Actually, this is something her and I talked about in the car the other day. Like, yeah. do we wait until, you know, he comes home and asks a question because maybe somebody said something right. uh, in a derogatory way or do we, you know, preempt it and have a conversation about it? And I, you know, uh, I don't think the football side of things is anything we're going to have to address. It's going to be the other stuff, sure. you know, and that's and that's a timetable thing that we that we decide as parents. And um, but I think what ended up being the coolest thing about all this is that I'll be more um, I'll be more prepared to be a better parent because of the perspective I have. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing like out of bounds for me not to, not I won't be willing to talk about, and and hopefully he'll have an understanding about too. Well, it's interesting the football stuff when he gets older. I, I think that will come up too because the name of your podcast is Bust. People view you that way. Come draft time, he's going to watch the Manning Leap documentary, the Thirty for Thirty. Uh, it's interesting. How do you feel about that stuff now? Have you? Is it taking some time to get used to people labeling you that? Uh, I mean, I don't think you ever get used to it. What, what, what the fact of the matter is, my peers don't call me that. Yeah. yeah. The 27,000 of us who played in the NFL, when I run into my brothers here, you know, they don't, they don't look at me that way because they understand how difficult it is to get where you're going. We just watched the greatest of all time retire after yeah. 23 years. There's guys that played one year who struggle with the transition just as much as Tom Brady's going to struggle with the transition. He has a better transitional plan ahead of him, of course, with his with everything that's that's laid out for him. But his identity is being encapsulated by football and being one of the greatest at doing it. What is that going to look like when he doesn't have it? So um, I think it's important for for all of us former players to to be there for one another. So the 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 bust identity was something that haunted me because I listened to so much about what other people thought of me. So the way I, I guess, took the power back, I named it my podcast, did over a million downloads, and now I, all the people that have called me bust have made me a lot of money over the last couple <laughs> of years. There you go. We love it. Ryan Leaf is a good friend of the show, of course, host of the Straight Line podcast on PointsBet USA. Let's flesh this out a little bit. What's waiting for Brady now? Because, like, we know Fox, and he's going to take, like, a year off. 
but you know that's fine in his family but like the first like few weeks and months after you retire what's waiting for him it's gonna be incredibly difficult uh it, it is that, that transition regardless of <laughs> of what your career looked like your identity has been being a football player right he it's normally to go to start training to prepare for what the season has to offer right it's going to be different i did like the fact uh, that he uh, that they announced he wasn't going to go into the booth for another year, so we can kind of do that. Clearly, it looks like it's it's all about thirst trapping. That's what <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Wow, you know he put it out there. He like, did put it out there. Comment. How come he looked like a Sims character? A Sim character. Someone asked it put it in my mentions. They think it was photoshopped. I'm like, yeah. I don't think so. He's so like proud of his body, obviously with TB12 and putting a picture of himself in his underpants on the internet. <laughs> which I went through I, I went through this midlife crisis about a year ago when I lost a bunch of weight and I could see <laughs> yeah. abs for the first time and I took selfie pictures of it and I'm like, uh, I was told immediately that don't do that ever again. So <laughs> That's what having a great wife by yeah. your side. Yeah. That's awesome. Ryan Leaf is here. I was saying that he's having a midlife crisis and even that he's the greatest at. Like this dude doesn't <laughs> mail it in. <laughs> he does you know? not mail it in. He does a great job at it. I, you know, I have a question for MacGyver Leaf, though. Yeah. yeah. MacGyver Leaf's on headset right to my left, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. MacGyver Leaf, who do you like in this game? The Eagles or the Ch Oh, didn't even he have to get Chiefs. out of the mouth. <laughs> the He's all over the Chiefs. That's a, that's where I am, too. Don't say that to Perloff, who's from Philadelphia. Well, yeah, what, what he the might heck, throw MacGyver? A at What's you? your problem with the Eagles, MacGyver? Well, I'm, I'm all over the Eagles, by the way. Oh, you are? Yeah. What For why? Uh, they're just the, the best team, the most complete team. Yeah. They're going to make – this 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 Super Bowl reminds me a ton of the Denver Broncos Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl. Oh, oh wow, that was a blowout. It was, and so at, at first I thought it was going to be a real blowout. The closer we've gotten to the game, the scales have been really tilted in favor of, of the Philadelphia Eagles. But as we get closer to the game, you add number fifteen, and he just finds a way to balance those scales. Ultimately, I think that 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 Philly wins by a field goal. Ryan, have you ever had a high ankle sprain? Like yeah, oh yeah. has right now. Oh yeah. How do you think it'll affect him? That's uh, going to affect him. It's going to affect him, and they, they should have the same game plan that they had in place against the Cincinnati, where he's throw. If you look at that first quarter, when he gets through his second or third read, it's immediately to the back. It immediately is. He's not trying to run or anything. Mm. But as the game goes along and pressure starts to mount, he starts using his feet, starts to climb the pocket a little bit more because at the end of the day, if we don't win this game, the season's over. Yeah, sure. Right? So that's going to be the same play, I think, in this game. I think early on he's going to be right from the pocket, dumping things off, and later, third quarter, he's going to start moving up in the pocket and moving out a little bit, and that's where he's going to run into some problems because he's going to aggravate it again because you can't heal it enough. You're going to torque it, uh, torque it or tweak it or whatever uh, in a weird way, and it's going to get stiff, it's going to swell up, and it's become a little painful and inhibiting for him to move around. Uh, but, again, there's no game after this, so it doesn't matter. That's, that's what I assume the game plan is going to be like. Uh, I know that, that Andy Reid and the staff didn't want him to start running as early as did in the Cincinnati game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll see what that looks like. But, but yeah, it's, it's still going to be a problem. Well, what about the other side? Jalen Hurts, his last game of the season, too. You've seen him hold back these last few games running and scrambling a little bit. He might as well go all out there and run the ball. Well, I, I wouldn't – I would the holding back part, yeah, but I don't think it's been because of the injury. Okay. I, I believe it's been because they've been just absolutely boot-stomping whoever there was in their way. I mean, yeah. they were up 28-0 mm. uh, at halftime in both games pretty much. Okay. You know, just 28 – was it 28 – 21-3 and 28 nothing at that both halftimes in these things, and then you know you have the running game that you have. And all of a sudden, Kenneth Gainwell's become this guy that's just a closer on you. Just just runs it down your throat when everybody knows you're going to run the football. So, you know, I, I don't think he's been necessarily holding back because of the injury. I think he's been holding back because there's been no need to put himself in harm's way because they've been dominating the last few games. 
Ryan Leaf is joining us, of course. He's the host of the Straight Line podcast on Points Bet USA. His five-year-old son, MacGyver, is also here on the set listening along with us. He's picked the Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> just if anyone out there was wondering. Uh, okay, want to ask you, um, we had Garrett Wilson, the rookie wide receiver for the New York Jets, who was on, and we said, what would you say to Aaron Rodgers to, you know, like, do the pitch about if you're going to get traded, why would you come to the Jets over the Raiders? And he said, because we have a better team than the Raiders. And he said it pretty confidently. Do you think that's true? If Aaron Rodgers is going to get traded to the Jets or the Raiders, do the Jets have the better team? Yes, they have the better team because they have the top 10 defense. You put Aaron Rodgers with the top 10 defense, he's capable of winning an MVP. He's capable of getting his team to a championship level, okay? You go to Las Vegas, you may be in a no-income state tax state that'd be the only benefit i see <laughs> okay? it, Adam. Adam. it doesn't matter because they, they, they'd have to score 45 points a game uh, yeah. you know which, which would be, love that which would be a lot of fun yeah. you know but I, I don't think aaron Rodgers is capable of doing that at this age so he needs a he needs a top 10 defense so the two places if he's if he's really looking for trade i'd look at new york and i look at carolina because those both those defenses are top 10 defenses and that makes the difference um you know, I, I like, you know, that's just, those are the same landing spots for Derek Carr, who's in a situation, too. Like, those are two places that, that he should really look into. Uh, and it, it could be where either one of those quarterbacks goes to either one of those spots, to be honest. Yeah. Ryan, you've played on several teams. You were obviously in San Diego where you're drafted. You were at the Cowboys. How important, and I think people don't really get to see all this, is the organization, in the sense, from top down. And I think this is something that Aaron Rodgers has to think about. You know, the Jets and the Raiders have had their issues in the last 10 years. If you're a player, are you just looking at the coach or are you able to evaluate sort of everything going on in the building? Yeah, ownership's a huge part of that, right? You know, when you, especially with the Jets, right, what's been the variable in all the chaos over the last couple decades, really, right? It's been the Jets. It hasn't been necessarily the players. Players have changed. Coaches have changed. Systemically, it's been the Jets. Well, they know. They've cycled through basically every coach in the Robert Sala may be an answer to their to their their but the, my fear is is they don't have the right quarterback scenario situation next year they have a bad year and woody johnson's sitting there going all right new new head coach new quarterback yep. it's what we do every three years i guess we're going to do it again i hope that's not the case uh also i'm a big mike white fan i'm a huge mike white fan sounds like he's gonna be back i know you told us he reached out to you yeah I, it, he's what's so ironic about that is like a guy that that uh you know wasn't in the same boat as me in terms of expectations and everything and you got a guy sitting in the same quarter rack room that is in a it's just the stigma around struggling and weakness at the quarterback position especially when you're supposed to be so talented and so and have so many expectations the fear of somebody knowing that you need help is worse than actually re- reaching out for the is worse than actually like reaching it's out. easier for yeah. mike white to reach out as it is easier than zach wilson yeah which yeah. is which is the thing we're trying to eliminate in terms of stigma like yeah. that yeah. it's the most relatable thing in the world Second overall pick, you know, second year looks like it's – I mean, I don't see how how it's, how it corrects itself there. I don't. I know Robert Sala's been in, on it, you know, had his back, which is amazing to see. But there's no way that they go out and pay a ton of money and bring in a quarterback that, that Zach Wilson's going to be the guy who's starting next year. No, you told us. Like, he's staring down the end of his career right now. And, y- yeah, I think that you've given from, – from afar – and from our show, you've given Zach Wilson some of the best advice. If he would only listen to it, I don't know. Yeah, you never know what anybody's going to do with what. That's the cool thing about, and Andrew knows this really well too. Is like, you know, you could give people the most advice you want in the world, but oh, it, yeah. if they're not willing to accept it, yeah. and and you know, it, you can't do anything about it. 
So at the end of the day, you lay your head down going, I did my part in all this. I can't control what somebody does or thinks of what I have to say about anything. Yeah, you think you know someone else's timeline. When they're ready, they're ready to hear it. Yeah, yeah it, it, for me, that's like, like, like if I would have got sober and got the help I needed on my parents' timeline, like it would have been 10 years before I actually did it, right? It yeah. just, oh, it's, yeah. it's, sometimes it, 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 it takes what it takes. Yeah, and yeah. unfortunately, the timeline of this interview was too long for MacGyver. He has exited yeah. stage left <laughs> on this interview. You know, to be fair, for a five-year-old, he really lasted. He was so well-behaved. Obviously, you've got a wonderful kid and wife there. Ryan, can't tell you how much we appreciate this always. By Host way, of the Straight Line Podcast on Points Bet USA, yes. We probably had a future number two overall pick in the NBA on our set. I told him, do you he love is. basketball? He said, eh. well, I, <laughs> He's yeah, just no, no, being no, no, modest. No, well, the is. new house the new house has a full half-court basketball court. So There you go. Well, Alice. you don't want to be like that kind of dad. And I won't be, yeah. Shit. if he, Whatever he wants to do uh, – we're gonna, we'll educate him. We'll, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna learn pretty quickly. He's got pretty good hand-eye coordination, and then. Well, yeah. I say you don't want to be that kind of dad. That's why I'm gonna drive up and I'm gonna teach him <laughs> how to shoot, <laughs> and I will be, I want to represent him. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll be a sixer, and you'll be just in heaven. Oh, of course, it's uh, Hustle Two, on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Perloff reprises role as reporter number yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, love scout. it. Oh, Oscars. Okay. Ryan, thanks so much. You Enjoy bet. having your family here. Fantastic. Thanks for having me, guys. Always good to see you. Great to see you, too. Uh, coming up, we turn our attention to one of the latest coaching hires, Perloff, and all the drama surrounding it. Don't move more, Maggie and Perloff, right after this. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. We're at Radio Row in the Phoenix Convention Center. And as we mentioned yesterday, Perloff, we are so happy and proud to have a new member of the Maggie and Perloff family, and that is the incredible folks at Casamigos Tequila. So with that in mind, it is time for the Casamigos Shot of the Day. Okay, today's shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos is brought to you by those who drink it. And today's shot is when we had Jets wide receiver Garrett Wilson on the show. And Perloff asked him how he would feel to have Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. So that was Garrett Wilson with the hard sell there for Aaron Rodgers. We have the better team. I, I expected a rookie to be careful about it, <laughs> yes. a question and answer like that. He just went right there. I listen, if, you, if you're in the room, if you're doing the pitch with Rodgers, he took our question seriously. Like, what are you going to say? you got to cut to the real thing. Yeah, and there was, you know, I thought he might have some sensitivity to Zach Wilson and not want nope. to even answer that. <laughs> nope. And it's not like he, he's not Odell, he's not one of those brash receiver types. I think he seems very genuine. I think he would really really love to play with Aaron Rodgers if I'm a Jets fan hearing that interview yep I'm I'm pretty excited listen and Ryan Leaf just joined us on the set he said he agrees the Jets are the better roster and the reasons he said is the Jets have a top 10 defense might actually be like top five I've heard top five you know really really strong defense and at this point in Rodgers career and as Ryan Leaf told us like he can't win these shootouts you know, the 45 points a game, like, that's just not Rodgers, who he is right now. Now, I'm not well, sure about that. He was MVP two years ago, but yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I just, I think that the top five defense, I think we'll call it, has got to be a massive selling point. And Nathaniel Hackett, being his former offensive coordinator, is there. But you keep bringing up this great point, which is about. <laughs> yeah, Wait, what's do. going on? Wait, what? <laughs> I know. I think it was you. <laughs> about like how much does the organization matter oh, when okay. you get to that point of his career like Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to deal with BS 
And unfortunately, the Jets are kind of synonymous with BS. And, you know, just things over the years that have come up and they get blown out of proportion or maybe they do deserve some of the backlash for it. And it's not like the Raiders have really been, you know, nobody's been no. seamless in this regard. But the Jets and the Raiders are two that have, you know, some high-profile mistakes. Well, if you're going to be a Super Bowl team every year, you're going to have your coach and you're going to have your quarterback. There's not going to be an opening for Aaron Rodgers. So he's not going to go to the perfect situation. Yeah, that's true. I, I keep talking about the Tom Brady model. Who would have ever thought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were a Super Bowl team? It was not happening with Jameis Winston. But they were more irrelevant than, like, Jets. They were not winning. Like yeah, but, same old Jets, you know, just end the season. But if Tampa Bay was up in New York and got that kind of media attention, then right. they yep. would have been – we looked at it last night, 2007 to 2020 – they were not in the playoffs, but they were down in Tampa. We never paid attention. So I think part of that is a New York thing. When you lose in New York, you know, you're losing in front of everybody. Yeah. But I think it could work with Aaron Rodgers. I'd, I, if I got to talk to Aaron, I would say. What would you say? I'd say I'm, I'm a cancer. It's nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> I really respect your astrology and all your takes. But, dude, you got to go where there's good defense. I agree with Ryan. I, I, I think New York's a better place than Vegas. Although, Devontae Adams is tempting. He makes everyone look good. Which would you choose if you were Aaron? I think uh, it's funny because you have the familiarity with Devontae Adams, but you're not familiar with Josh McDaniels. And to me, I'd probably end up going to New York, to be honest. Yeah. And I know this is going to sound like New York homerism. Believe me, it's not. I think I would probably go there because of the familiarity with Nathaniel Hackett and just I don't have to learn a new language. I can still speak my language. But, listen, it, I'm not going to say it's not a risk. It definitely is because the thing is you mentioned, like in New York when things explode, the whole country turns and laughs and points and laughs. When things explode in other places and get kind of embarrassing, right. the whole country doesn't turn and go, ha, ha, ha. Well, Yes. I mean, I do think the New York teams have become irrelevant nationally. Well, I don't think they, they – I mean, the Jets are 1 p.m. every Sunday. Yeah. They did not get any primetime games. So I do – but you, I know the, the last time they did, the quarterback said I was seeing ghosts, and it became a thing. So <laughs> let's turn to Vegas for a second. Yeah. The, the, I think drafting a quarterback is a great idea. They're yeah. in the top ten, except Devontae Adams is older, so I don't know how you work that out. This is going to sound terrible. Maybe turn Devontae Adams for a bunch of more draft picks. Start over. Say you could get a C.J. Stroud. I think Aaron Rodgers is great, but that might be a team that wants to look at a franchise quarterback, a 10-year window and not just a one-and-a-half-year window. You know what's funny about this, though? It's like I think about the real time, right? Like it's a coach and a general manager who just had to go to their boss, no matter who it is. You go to your boss and say, we got a great idea. We're going to trade for Devontae Adams, and then you're going to have to pay him a bunch of money. Yeah. And then a year later you come to and you go, I got a great idea. <laughs> We're going to trade Devontae Adams. And, like, if I'm an owner, if I'm the boss, I'm like, what the hell? You just sold me on one yeah. thing, and now you're selling me the exact opposite. Well, that's, that's how teams work. I mean, Joe Douglas, the GM of the Jets, has to go in and say, all right, I missed on the number two overall pick at quarterback, but I got the solution at quarterback. <laughs> yeah, so you have me. to listen to him. Yeah, at least he's built a built a. I mean, how team. hard is it to walk into an owner's office and say, hey, I think we could trade for Aaron Rodgers? If you're 30 out of 32 owners, you're like, okay, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> I want to hear more about that. Yeah. Uh, of course, we mentioned Casamigos, and huge thank you to George Clooney, to Randy Gerber, to Mike Meldman, to Lee Einsidler, uh, is our good buddy. And thinking about the Super Bowl, see, I love a margarita. Like, that's oh, yeah. my thing. I'm a 12-month out of the year margarita person. Like, I don't have to be on vacation. It doesn't have to be summer. And I'm looking on the Casamigos website, Smoky Casa Margarito. You get the Casamigos, the fresh lime juice, simple syrup, 
do a little orange bitters. Ooh. Great cocktail. Awesome for the Super Bowl. Now, you, I'm just going to leave that there for everyone. Do you know that my lovely wife, Sarah, only drinks one thing? Margs? Margaritas. <laughs> yes. And there's this place down the street from us. And you got to come to Brooklyn with yeah. Sarah. And that's all she wants is margaritas. So that would be, we would have a great Super Bowl party. Unfortunately, uh, you will, we will not be able to do that because my team's in the game, so I'll be there. I know you're preoccupied. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Thank you for bringing it's, that it's up It's really again. weird. I mean, it must be a foreign idea for you to watch your team <laughs> in the Super Bowl. You know what? I I wish I had a comeback, but it has been a foreign idea for me to watch my team in the Super Bowl. Okay, uh, a guy who now can enjoy a lot more margaritas with his free time is Tom Brady. Now, what was interesting about Brady is he's still doing the Let's Go podcast yeah. with Jim Gray, and they had a special surprise guest bill belichick now belichick went on and on about how amazing brady is and then brady responded and talked about his relationship with belichick and the outside forces that were always trying to pull them apart yeah okay a little revisionist history here or maybe like looking back at the good old days yeah no i think so but listen from the belichick standpoint two years of mac jones under matt patricia and all whatever is happening in new england yeah. will make you appreciate brady of course i think the same thing goes for brady and how tough this year was i i do think that maybe this idea that they didn't get along and it wasn't fun maybe we jumped on it a little too much because um, i don't know you think it was legit that brady was tired of belichick i do i i, I do i mean yeah. they were together for 19 years right yeah. And it was incredibly successful. But I think the Alex Guerrero stuff was real yeah, about how Brady wanted his body man, Guerrero, and also Guerrero kind of spreading the TB12 around to other guys in the locker room. It was maybe undermining or undercutting what some of the Patriots employees were trying to do in terms of the training staff or nutritionists or whatever. So I think that was a real point of contention. And I think, like all great dynasties, they were vying for credit. I do think so, and I think it's Kraft, Robert Kraft. I think it's Belichick, and I think Brady all wanted to make sure they were remembered and are remembered as the reason that the legacy, uh, the dynasty happened. But I also think there were some real football reasons. That that Patriots, the Patriots were starting to lose a lot of skill, especially on offense. Brady, I think that last year was tough. Might have wanted to get out of there for that reason. And I think Belichick is like, where are we going with Tom Brady? It's time to start over and find our new Tom Brady. Turns out both of them Brady was more right than Belichick was, if no, that's the case. No doubt. And also, I, maybe goes back to Brady wanted to, uh, Belichick wanted to trade ba Brady and start Garoppolo. Yes. Yeah. And who knows who else? I, I think <laughs> Belichick was probably looking beyond Brady for five years. You know, I mean, that was Bill's MO. Like, that was his way. So, anyway, some very interesting things uh, said on the Let's Go podcast. A lot of people to thank today. Thank you to Mike Zamter, of course, to Stu Kovacs, holding it down back at HQ. Thank you to Anthony. Vitellio, thank you to Frank Lewis. Thanks to Dan Silverman. Thanks to Dave Marinick. Thank you to all of our incredible guests today. We appreciate you. And yeah. the Weedos and the Purple Drinkers and all, in the chat. all those little kids sitting at press conferences <laughs> around the world. Oh, boy. We'll see you tomorrow. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.